Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. The Audition by Azarian Chapter 01 Fred Stern was not a happy man. Sitting at his solid oak desk all he could see strewn in front of him were reports, memos, budget forecasts, and contracts for current productions at Panagram Studios. That morning he'd already had to fire the director of his wartime musical romp. The Wacky Wax of Okinawa because the Pinko East Coast type thought it was disrespectful to set such a film on the island that saw some of the bloodiest fighting three years ago during the Pacific Campaign. His leading lady for the horror pick. The ghoul in the model T came home. Was reportedly carrying a three-month secret given to her by a co-star from her last movie. She was supposed to be playing the innocent bride in this production, not some knocked-up floozy. Then, scanning through the returns on. Rebel Swamp Women of the Ozarks. This supposed Bafo box office winner in the C-grade movie houses south of the Mason-Dixon line was being pummeled in ticket receipts after a few southern hillbilly evangelists decided it was a moral exploitation of young Louisianian and Floridian women folk. Goddamn yokels. Goddamn actors. Goddamn fucking pinkos. Stern yelled to no one but himself, then with a sweep of his right arm he violently brushed all the paperwork off his desk scattering it onto the thick woolen carpet on the floor. He swore in Yiddish a little less louder than his last exclamation then mashed the call button on his office intercom. Miss Sneevely, could you please come in here right now? Barking his command like a short-order cook telling a customer that the burger was supposed to be charcoal black, the head of the most notorious poverty row B-grade movie studio in Hollywood made certain that his secretary would come running. She did carefully but quickly opening the solid door that separated his little empire from the outer world. Pick up these goddamn papers and get them filed ASAP Sneevely. And don't dawdle or I'll have you hooking on rodeo drive for twenty cents a throw before you can say yes Mr. Stern sir. Dot. Yes Mr. Stern sir. The middle-aged bespectacled secretary scooted around collecting the scattered documents as efficiently as possible. Then standing up to her full four foot eleven inches with a chest full of crumpled and ill-sorted papers she coughed a little to get her boss's attention. Um, Mr. Stern, sir? Yes? What do you want, Sneevely? Staring hard at the mouse a woman, Stern wondered why it was he kept the singularly unattractive female on staff. Then he recalled she was cheap and never ever spoke of his audition techniques to anyone, hence her continued employment. Lighting up a fat Cubano cigar from a box on his desk he inhaled and repeated his query. What do you want? Spit it out, woman! Your 9.30 is here for her initial audition, Mr. Stern, sir. Sneedley waited for her boss's command which came after a few more puffs on his cigar. She knew not to speak unless spoken to. Send her and then Sneedley. His secretary wheeled round and walked away only to be stopped at the door by his firm loud voice. And I want no interruptions. Absolutely no interruptions full goddamn stop for say. Looking at the clock on his office mantelpiece. The next ninety minutes. Yes Mr. Stern sir. No phone calls, no visitors, no problems, nothing. Now get out of here and send in the applicant. Stern's door closed behind the disappearing figure of his assistant, and for a few moments he had the opportunity to take a few more puffs on his cigar, run a polka-dot-handkerchief over his balding forehead, and dust off his suit. The intercom buzzed again and he answered by stamping a stubby nicotine-stained thumb on the appropriate button. Your 9.30, sir. Miss Sneevely's voice crackled through the speaker. As she finished speaking Stern's door opened, and in walked a blonde-haired woman in her early twenties. Dressed in a blue calf-length skirt, which clung to her legs like a hungry dog on a bone, a lemon-yellow halter neck top which immediately drew the movie mogul's eyes to her couple of inches exposed cleavage, black stockings, high-heeled shoes and carrying a leather-wrapped portfolio in her right hand, this was easily one of the best-looking hopefuls who'd crossed Stern's threshold. Before the attractive woman could speak Panagram's head stood and indicated a huge lounge next to a fully stocked bar over to the left of the office entrance. Take a seat, my dear. Stern asked in a firm but polite tone. And let me join you. 
Puffing on his cheap Cubano knockoff, the studio boss walked around his desk. As the young lady sat down on the leather sofa, she clenched together her knees. Can I offer you a martini? Bourbon? Soda or seltzer water? Pouring himself a stiff gin and tonic, Stern smiled down to his latest potential star. Just a soda, please, Mr. Stern. I can't abide the taste of alcohol, sir. As he pulled the cap off a cherry soda that he found in the bar's icebox, Fred was musing on the beauty before him. Her voice was a little breathless, sounding like one of those consumptives he used to know when he was a kid back in New York round the turn of the century. She also had a little nervous giggle underneath the breathy sounds. Her hair was long, but not straight like Veronica Lake's. Instead it was curled a little like Betty Grable's. Mostly blonde there was a tinge of auburn too. Her pouting lips were not too full and the woman was either mean nor too liberal with the lipstick. She had a subtle perfume on that mingled most pleasingly with the smoke from his Cubano. Okay, the base of her nose was a little too broad and she could have got a cosmetician to apply her blusher. Yet whilst her eyes were damned pretty and a focal point for his interest at the moment his attention was drawn yet again to the obvious exposure of the skin between her perky boobs. Good girl. Never drink anything they use to pickle people in honey. Stern laughed gutturally at his own crass joke as he passed over the cherry soda to the young woman who tittered politely. Then sitting himself down right next to the sweet young thing he took a long swig from his GNT and then poked a stubby finger at her portfolio. Okay, give me the pictures please my dear. I would like to see how they match up to what you've described in your application form. The wannabe starlet passed over the large wallet of glossy photos and scanned the selection slowly. There were some very good cheesecake shots from magazines like Laugh and Peak and US Camera. One photo was particularly promising, displaying the honey sitting next to him on a beach, her face lit up by a big smile, her long legs stretched like a gazelle's, and her left arm curled up over her tits which were hidden in a green bikini top. There was a hint of ass there as well thanks to the new French swimsuit, and her hair was blown back in what seemed a blaze of auburn and blonde streaks. It was all the studio boss could do to clench down on his cigar and hold back his erection as he stared at this intensely arousing photo. To top it off the gal in the shot was here beside him in his office, looking for some kind of favor from one of the most powerful men in B-grade Hollywood. I like your still photography work kiddo. Shows moxie and a bit of leg, the kind of stuff the guys will love to see in my movies. Before we get to the actual acting audition they'll tell me about yourself. In your own words. Stern put down his glass and the photos and stared with paternal intensity at the woman. If she was too shy, too keen or too secretive he'd kick her out even if she was the sexiest thing he'd seen in years. Let's start with your name. Well Mr. Stern my name is Norma. Norma Doherty. You should have that though on my application right? Stern just nodded and then motioned for Norma to carry on. He was the boss and what he wanted he got here. I'm twenty, got a husband in the Merchant Marine and have come into town from Nevada after seeing your ad in a variety that came out, oh about a month ago. Good Norma. All sounds normal and very American honey which is something my stars have to be. American as mom's apple pie, stars and stripes and all that jazz. Your husband got an interest in your plans to be a movie star? Good lord no Mr. Stern sir. Came back Norma's reply, uttered somewhere in between a soft whisper and a fiery proclamation. He's too busy with his sailing stuff. At which Norma blinked back the genesis of a tear. And he doesn't actually know I'm here in Hollywood. He thinks I'm with friends in Portland right now. Fred mused to himself that his cute little Mark was not above hiding some things and taking matters into her own hands when her ambition took center stage. Do you think he'll approve if I ever cast you in a movie sweet stuff? I don't really care Mr. Stern. Replied Norma ignoring the affectionate name the studio chief called her by. We're getting a divorce. There was steel in Norma's voice now. And I will do what I have to do to get by. Won't stay little Mrs. Dottery. No way. I see Norma. What you're telling me is you're a free agent now. And you're hungry to be a movie star hmm? Oh yes sir, very very much so. Norma leaned closer to the sixty-something man who held her destiny in his hands. I want to be like Jane Russell and Jean Harlow and Linda Darnell. The kind of star that people stop and ask for autographs and feel better just by meeting. The kind of star with the huge house and the nice car and the latest clothes from Paris and New York. The kind of star with a place on Hollywood Boulevard and photographers snapping away like crazy as I walk down the red carpet at Grauman's. You understand what I'm talking about, don't you, Mr. Stern? 
The pretty young woman who was like a kid when it came to her taste in drinks had the greedy appetites of an obsessed adult when it came to fulfilling her ambition. Panagram's head honcho had seen starlets with barely inferior looks to Norma come and go, but few had expressed such a drive to succeed. So his plans for the rest of the audition seemed far more appropriate now, understanding that the twenty-year-old sailor's wife was no blushing violet, no scared Midwest farm girl who'd reject his demands. Well, Norma, they are some pretty big dreams you have there. Stern dropped a wad of ash from his cigar into a platinum art deco ashtray and stared at his newest project. I have to admit your words have moved me. Made me understand a lot about your personality, your potential movie presence. But you know making fine speeches in private to an old New York schlemiel like me ain't what panagram movie audiences like. They like beautiful American dolls, celluloid cheesecake, dare I say sex kittens in my movies, Mrs. Dottery. For me to make a star out of you I need to make money from my movies. And for me to make money from my movies I got to give the audience what they want. Pacing up and down past Norma Fred Stern kept up his lecture. If they want a talking mule and a dumb dancer I give it to them. If they want a war film where the nips get wiped out and old glory gets hung up by a bunch of hero marines I give that to M2. Stern then paused and looked at his target and paused. Watching her for a few seconds digest this information Stern waited for a five count, then continued. And if my audience want to see a fit, healthy, American girl like you in little clothing dancing or singing or reciting goddamn Shakespeare I give it to them. You catch my drift Norma honey? Do you want me to show you some leg Mr. Stern? Isn't my portfolio good enough? Norma blushed a little and tried to hood her eyes from Fred's hungry attention. Because if it isn't I'm not sure what else I can show you from my magazine shoots to help you sir. Screw the magazine's kid. Stern spat out. That's the stuff for lining shoe boxes and for dumbass farm boys and buttfuck Arkansas to moon over. Norma gasped a little at the crudity let loose by the man who held her hopes for stardom in his hands. We're talking movies, films, pictures. And that means living, breathing, moving, blushing flesh. Panagram stout and well-upholstered studio boss drew himself up to his full five foot eight inches of Yonkers Jewish persona and put his metaphorical cards on the table. You want to be a star at Panagram you need to show me your tits and ass kid. Now. Here. The last two points were driven home for Norma by his stubby right index finger pointing at first her full breasts and then at her curved hips. Tea and a honey, that's what sells pictures made at my studio, and by the look of what you have I think we can make a fortune. Together. What if I refuse? Norma wasn't going to get undressed in front of the old man unless it was the last resort. You can just about kiss those movie star dreams goodbye. Capiche? Norma sighed, stood up and began to undo the buttons that kept her blue skirt up. Why was it whenever it came to getting anywhere in this goddamn town someone always tried to see her undressed? She knew she was attractive and that her ample bosom and pert but were the more significant attributes compared to her acting skills but she was getting tired with being seen just as a piece of meat by sleazy men. It wasn't fair. Did Harlow have to go through this? Did Alice Fay, Betty Davis, Betty Grable, or Dorothy Lamore? Norma tried to resolve that question for herself, but Fred's crass voice interrupted her thoughts. Stop dawdling, kid. Get those clothes off now. Norma jumped a little nervously, and without a second thought drew down the top of her skirt, the blue material dropping to the floor. It exposed her white cotton panties and the garter belt that kept up her stockings. Fred Stern murmured a few approving comments as Norma then set about taking off her yellow top. That's a girly. Let me see what the movie-going public want to see, too. As the starlet disrobed, pulling the halter neck away from her shoulders and up over her head, she revealed a delightfully formed pair of breasts that were snugly supported by a strapless bra. There was some coyness to Norma's nervous grin when she finally stood before the studio head's gaze, wearing only her underwear which in turn gave the mogul a silent thrill. This kid has a D.R.O. think I might have something work with. He then said, addressing the young woman. Do you really think so, Mr. Stern? Does this mean I can be a movie star? Norma's breathless voice sounded like a 78 RPM record when she asked Fred these eager questions. He didn't return her effusive charm, however. Instead, he kept looking at her with a paternal, officious look. You know I can sing and dance and act and... Just because I think you have potential, darling, doesn't mean that Panagram Pictures and Frederick Benjamin Stern are going to spend thousands of bucks trying to foist some half-baked young divorcee with a cute tush and a great pair onto the film-going public of the U.S. of A. Drawing himself up to his full height, Fred continued to build upon the audition process as it had been practiced by powerful studio heads with attractive actresses since the days of Mary Pickford and Lillian Gish. 
Moving away from the couch she circled the now silent Norma, who shivered a tiny bit as the cool air of the office fan blew on her barely covered body. You see Norma? Fred Stern gruffly said as he drew on his cigar. I don't make films that rely on great actresses. My audience doesn't want to see films with the likes of Catherine Hepburn or some other mischug women's flick that someone like goddamn Billy Wilder or George Cuker would make. No, my films are made on the smell of an oily rag, with plots limited to boy meets girl, boy gets girl, boy fights commies, guys fight over girl. The actresses need to look like the girl next door to Joe Public, exude all the style and sexiness of a virgin hooker, and let their all-male all-American soldier boyfriend score at the end of the film as the credits roll. They may not be pieces of art, but they make me money. And to make money I need to have women in my films who look like they'll fuck any guy who watches the film she's in, without scaring off the date the guy brings along as some kind of rival. Are you that kind of actress, Norma? The starlet considered what the studio bigwig asked? Gee, I don't know, Mr. Stern. That all sounds a little, well, crude. I was kinda hoping that the stuff I've done in community theater. I don't give a frigid fat fanny about community theater, honey. The jolly flesh under Stern's neck turned a mottled purple. I want to know can you shake your money maker? At which point he aimed his well-chewed cigar stub at Norma's butt. And your titties. Waving the cigar now at her breasts. Almost bare naked while you get some B-grade beefcake with a brick for brains to say his lines without costing me twenty takes on a scene. Cause if you can and know how to impress me with your talents in that direction, well I could possibly give you a role or two, supporting mind you, but yeah, a role or two here at Panagram. Norma blushed and nodded her head in the affirmative. I want to do whatever it takes to be one of your leading actresses, Mr. Stern, sir. I want to learn, want to be a star. And if it means this. At which point she turned and wiggled her firm and curvy backside at the older man. Gets more attention than my acting then I will do what I can. Okay, Mr. Stern? When she turned back to face the head of Panagram she saw that he was sitting back on the couch, his cigar barely held in his slack-jawed mouth and if Norma could believe her eyes a decent-sized tent was formed over the lap of Stern's trousers that he inobtrusively massaged. She was hoping he'd have a contract in his hand when she looked at him. Instead to her dismay it was the shape of a barely concealed hard-on. Em, I do love that tush of yours, Norma. What say you come and sit in Mr. Stern's lap and we talk about your first film? With most of the pretense now disregarded it was time for the Hollywood studio boss to complete the deal with his latest starlet. There was a momentary shuffle back from him as Norma stared at the lump in Stern's pants. He could see she was fighting her conscience, her greed for fame and fortune battling with her morality. Stern knew she was lost the moment she acceded to his demand for her to get out of her street clothes. Now it was just a matter of dotting the I's and crossing the T's. I'm thinking $75 a week, with a furnished bungalow supplied gratis over near the valley, and your debut film will have you. Reaching for a script lying on his desk Stern scanned the cover. As Betty and the shocking Miss Pilgrim. What do you think, honey? Norma's clouded face turned into a beaming excited smile. I get to be an actress here at Panagram, Mr. Stern, sir, and you'll even give me money and a home. Uh-huh. Stern replied patting his knee. Well, all right. I guess that's an offer I can't refuse, huh? The young woman who had entered the office about ten minutes beforehand was before now just another Hollywood wannabe. Here was her opportunity, and it was so tempting. All I gotta do is make the boss happy, right? Norma mentally asked herself. With a mixture of bravado, happiness, and excitement she took the plunge, moving to Fred Stern as he sat on the couch. Hope I'm not too heavy for you, Mr. Stern, sir. Norma breathlessly giggled, then she lowered her panty-covered ass into the older man's lap. Not at all, Norma, not at all. Stern's face also shifted from grim leering cupidity to cheery, almost paternal happiness. As the twenty-year-old starlet's panties rubbed against his black serge woolen suit pants he felt his old cock stiffen dramatically. It had been quite a while since one of the dozens of women he'd auditioned had got him so erect so quickly, and he couldn't help a contented sigh as Norma squirmed a little. Is that okay, Mr. Stern? Norma turned so she could look into her new boss's eyes. Though they were gray and slightly filmy from age she could see the spark of lust there too. She decided that this was as far as it should go for now. Okay, so she wasn't a total innocent, and she knew by now that Fred Stern wasn't just a powerful studio exec, he was also a plain and simple dirty old man. If things got too out of hand she was sure she could resist. All she needed now was that contract, and then the script. Would you like to read some lines for me, Norma? Sure. 
Norma shifted again in Stern's lap and this time the cleft of her ass cheeks accidentally caught his covered erection, eliciting a groan of pleasure from Fred's lips. Sorry Mr. Stern, I had to move then. Didn't mean to do that. That's fine girly. Here's the script. At which point the panogram head gave his newest potential signing the loose leaf papers of the movie he'd referred her to just a moment ago. You'll find the first lines for Betty on page. Um I think they're on page 22. Scrabbling through the tight papers Norma tried to find the section with her first real lines of movie dialogue. The print wasn't too clear and the paper quality was ordinary, with dog ears and rips through several pages. Obviously Stern and the other staff at Panagram had been reading and rereading this script. Then she located the right section, opening the document to what she thought was page 22. Instead she found a $100 bill. Pulling it out she waved it in front of Stern, surprised at her find. What's this Mr. Stern? Before she closed her mouth she realized that she sounded like she was a dumb klutz. Oh that? That's your first payment. Now you're going to be on my books here at Panagram I like to give a little signing bonus. There was a look in Stern's eyes that was both concealing and expressive. Norma was aware of the position she was in and decided to ask one more question. But I haven't signed a contract? I haven't really earned this kind of money. Not now, not ever. Norma paused and looked back at the passive face of the older man. Am I really going to be paid to act in your movies, Mr. Stern? Of course, as well as for other services. Without warning the chubby older man reached around Norma's torso, attempting to grope her bra-covered tits. The money and the script fluttered to the ground as the almost naked twenty-year-old woman struggled with her new boss's advances. Please, Mr. Stern, don't do that. Stop it. His right hand curled around her right breast, and he gave it a solid squeeze, causing Norma to lose her breath and a little dignity. I don't want that, sir. Please, let me go. You want to earn that $100, become a star, get to be a movie actress, well, you gotta play by the studio rules. Fred continued to cop a feel of the young woman's tit, mauling her with a ferocity that was surprising for such a man of his age. Oh, Mr. Stern! Norma exclaimed, her mind a tumult of conflicting ideas. She hated having the old balding man who must have been in his sixties at least trying to force himself on her. But the money, the offer to become an honest-to-God film actress, the potential to free herself of her deadbeat husband and the life she'd lived till now. Come on, honey, show me those gorgeous melons you're hiding. The crass request from Mr. Stern was enough to make her draw back and try to push away from his lap. However, he moved with her, tangling his arms around her torso, continuing to manhandle her bra-covered boobs. With a few squeaks and yelps of protest, young Norma tried to stand up, but the studio head was able to keep her pinned in his lap. With an almighty effort, he tore at Norma's bra, breaking the back catch and immediately a deliciously shaped heavy teeth came loose. Its coral red nipple exposed for him to tweak with a gleeful grab, with the auditioning turning distinctly carnal. MMM, you have the best looking tits I've ever seen, Norma. Stern smiled broadly and continued to molest the young woman. Norma looked around. She saw the money on the floor, the scattered sheets of dialogue from what she thought was going to be her first film, the locked heavy doors that she'd walked through willingly, and the lewdly grinning face of the studio head who was trying to rape her as the price for her fame. It was almost all too much. PPPP please, Mr. Stern. Norma sighed in a stuttering, breathy voice. Don't hurt me? PPP promise me that, and I'll do what I gotta. That's my little Oscar winner. Stern growled as he tugged the remaining fabric away from Norma's breasts. She was topless, clad only in her panties perched in the lap of a dirty old man who wanted to ravish her. The man was willing to give her money and fame so long as she spread her legs. Norma was unwilling but deep down understood giving in was her best option when it came to becoming a film star. As she lowered in her head in submission the sexually charged studio chief clamped his slobbering mouth over her neck, starting to give her a hickey like she'd never had before. His right hand continued to play with her exposed tits, fumbling and massaging them with unrestrained pleasure. Meanwhile, with his left hand, he began to insinuate an exploratory finger down between the elastic that held up Norma's panties and the flat, pale flesh of Norma's lower tummy. The erection that was irritating underneath Norma was now stabbing with small, vigorous shoves as Fred Stern started to dry hump the starlet through his trousers. Oh my, Mr. Stern, I don't like being touched there. Norma's left hand swung down to clamp over the studio chief's invading fingers, trying to prise away his digits. Her face blushed a soft red hue which almost matched the rouge on her cheeks. The Yiddish film producer failed to relent, and inexorably his hands slid underneath the material of Norma's underwear. I do hope this is an act, kid. 
Stern muttered with a growl. Because I ain't gonna let you get a single goddamn second of screen time in my studio unless I can at least touch that hot little cuz. As he burrowed into her panties Norma kept trying to hold the studio chief's fingers back. But he wasn't going to be deterred. Plus Norma was in no way strong enough to keep his hand at bay while stopping Stern from mauling other parts of her near-naked body. With a satisfied grunt from him and a yelp of panic surprise from her Stern's fat middle finger bumped against the upper folds of her labia. No! Oh please, Mr. Stern! The starlet literally shot out of Stern's lap as he brought his finger against her vulva, the exposed material of her knickers bulging obscenely as if she had a snake crawling underneath between her legs. Norma's shrill breathless yell was loud, and for a second the older man was concerned about whether his minion Miss Sneevely would hear the pretty young woman he was groping. But with a sly grin and a slow curving of his invasive finger Stern kept up the molestation, deciding this experience was worth the possibility of being caught. And anyway, the frump outside was under no illusion she'd lose her mediocre pay packet and be out on the street as she annoyed the boss. As she was being poked and prodded by the dirty old man Norma started to feel a burning shame. And yet there was that same strong voice in her head that had brought her to Panagram Studios in the first place. You want to be a star Norma? It exhorted. Do what you have to do, just be sure to make it big. Conflicted and confused, her stockinged legs caught between trying to lock closed and remaining spread for the man who could give her the big break, Norma's hand over Stern's relaxed and then left his gnarled knuckles. That's much better, hon. Soothed Stern. Let old man Freddy Stern show you a good time, and who knows? He paused leaning back into her neck to kiss her hungrily on the nape of her neck. You might just enjoy these contract negotiations more than you expected. I don't know, Mr. Stern. I mean, I'm married and, and... Norma sighed and shuddered when Stern started to stroke her clitoral hood, nestled as it was between her pussy flaps and covered with her soft amber pubic hair. Shush, Norma, shush. Relax and let your producer get you into the right mood for your new role. Just be careful, and gentle please, Mr. Stern. Came Norma's resigned reply. This better be all, right? Yeah, I'm sure. This is all toots. Stern mumbled back busily working away at the still-hidden privates of the twenty-year-old starlet. From many a year and many a coerced actress Fred Stern had learned that trying to give his auditioning talent their own, if brief, moment of pleasure increased his own chances of betting and humping the object of his lust. Sure, he liked the resistance, the pleading, the begging of his unwilling lovers caught between wanting stardom and wanting to keep their panties on, but in the end the call of the silver screen, the promise of big bucks and perhaps a knicker-soaking orgasm usually broke down the walls. Norma released a hesitant sigh and tried to submit more freely, if not willingly. There was an inkling of pleasure building ever so slightly in her body as Fred Stern stroked and massaged her clit. Her dumb husband had a very basic attitude to sex and he'd never take a minute to try and give her any similar attention. Forgetting for a second or so the invidious position she found herself in, possibly even trying to get into the role, Norma wanted to put aside those cruel, unsatisfying moments with her previous lovers. Jim was all screwing and dirty talk. On their wedding night he spent no time kissing or holding his bride. Instead all he did was throw Norma on her back, yank up her wedding dress cheap, but still important to the young Norma rip her panties and buried his cock into her dry pussy. Before she could even get into any mood for love making she'd been fucked by her randy husband with a thick gooey wad of his cum shot off inside her. Two minutes or so was all it took and it wasn't what she'd hoped for. In turn that was the pattern of their sex life and part of the reason for her wanting a divorce. All the while the Yiddish studio head was rubbing and stroking his delicious young talent's vulva. Running his middle and index finger up and down the fleshy fro he made sure to use his free hand to grapple Norma's exposed breast. A past master of doing more than one thing at once he was also nibbling the beautiful young woman's earlobes. Fred Stern was a connoisseur of earlobes, ever since he'd been given the chance for a teenage fumble with the daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Pishkin, his neighbors back on the Lower East Side when he was all of thirteen. She was eighteen and thought it'd be fun to give little Freddy a chance to learn about the birds and bees firsthand. It didn't go much further, but since that fateful day Stern was a man who loved women, loved tasting them, smelling their aroma, caressing their skin, devouring them with his eyes. Here he was over half a century later and one of the best-looking shixes he'd ever laid hands on was letting him tweak her clit, cup her boobs. Thank goodness he went into the film business Stern marveled to himself. In the semi-opulent office no words were spoken now, as Norma let her employer, the man who was going to get her into movies, do more and more to her. 
still nestled in his lap, facing partly away from his wrinkled face and cigar-heavy breath, Norma sensed that the fingers up between her pussy lips were going deeper, probing harder. It was a little painful but at the same time she could feel a warming in her belly, a growing dampness start to seep. Stern on the other hand was focused on moving his fingers at just the right angle, in just the right rhythm, at just the right depth. His aching prick was lodged fast against the shapely ass of Norma Doherty. The cotton panties were still a barrier there, and his own trouser fly hadn't been undone yet. However there was a sensational feeling of arousal as with her squirming and wriggling, bringing his covered cock again and again into the pliant softness of her but crack. A.M., am I doing good Mr. Stern? Norma broke the silence as she turned her head back slightly over her shoulder. You like this Mr. Stern? Enough to give me what you said? Maybe. Oh, but you said. Norma stopped complaining and had to gulp back a startled yelp when she felt the old man's middle and index finger actually enter her pussy to what she guessed was the second knuckle. The manner in which she was being played with and the curvature of Stern's wrist meant she was being stimulated from inside the first half or so of her cunt, right over her clit and the lightly curled mound of her mound's venerous. It was breathtaking, literally. Gulping in as much air as she could Norma also felt her body ache and twitch, not just in shock but without a doubt in pleasure too. See Mrs. Doherty. Fred cooed into her left ear, using Norma's married name with the calculated purpose of making Norma feel subdued to his power. I told you when Frederick Stern can show you the ins. At which point he drilled further up into her cunt, and outs, drawing back with a slickly wet finger. Of the movie business I was going to deliver. Question is sweet stuff. Again Fred paused, his digits twirling and digging into Norma's twat. Will you deliver the performance I want? Um, do you mean acting or, ah, perhaps in here, now? Why now, kiddo? Fred pushed up into Norma's butt cheeks as he continued to diddle her clit, making the rubbery little buttons slicker and damper. Hope you like the taste of a New York Jewish cock, my dear, because I think you need to show me your ability to mouth your lines. It was a corny line, sure, but Fred wasn't one of the clever pinko scriptwriters who'd win Oscars for Jack Warner or Lewis be that horse-loving sumbitch. He was a horny old studio boss who wanted his dick sucked by the hottest piece of tail to have ever graced his casting couch. You want me to deliver lines here right now, Mr. Stern? I oh, Miggit, um, don't understand. Her confused answer was muddled even more by the growing spasms beginning to grow inside her pussy. Norma then tried to keep back the shudders of pleasure that were making her insides melt and her breath catch. For a perverted old bastard the studio head she was letting finger fuck her knew how to make her feel good. Norma was still nervous, upset, shocked by what she had to undergo to get what she wanted. However the experience wasn't 100% negative, and as the fumbling fingers of Fred Stern kept teasing her clitty and spreading her labia wide she Norma was able to somehow connect the more sensual pleasures with the thoughts in her head about becoming a film star. No you must chug gal, I want you to hop off my lap, turn round and take my stiff old prick between those perfect lips of yours. As he corrected Norma's misinterpretation he pushed forward with his whole body, removing his hands from her crotch and tits, making the young wife fall forward a little. Her disheveled clothing and the flush of her skin reflected the more physical aspects of Norma's audition. And the audition was a long way from finishing. As she stood there, her ample boobs exposed and her panties yanked to the side so that a few curls of her moist pubes were cooled by the air, Norma was momentarily dumbfounded. In a past she tried to put way behind her there had been an incident where one of her foster parents' sons had made the then underage Norma do things with her mouth. It made her feel almost physically sick recalling that time, and it was almost more than she could bear to ponder what Fred Stern wanted. However that insistent inner voice called her to quell her doubts, do as she was told, and then she'd be on that first rung up the ladder to movie stardom. Now I'd like you to pop down on your knees Norma dear while you let your new boss get himself into a more appropriate state of dress. Fred reached out with one hand, grabbing the glass where the last dregs of his gin and tonic still sat. The other hand reached for his trouser fly, so that whilst he drained the last of his drink he expertly released each button. Norma did as she was told even though she twisted her face into a grimace and a tear or two formed in her eyes. Caught between the devil and the deep blue sea was just about the entire story of her life, but this time Norma could see that being trapped now might lead to an escape from her humdrum life. Draining his glass Fred surveyed the scene as he undid the last few buttons which kept his trousers done up. The starlet on her stocking knees in front of him was not altogether happy at the prospect of giving Stern a head job, however this wasn't really his concern. 
pulling his thick, rock-hard cock out from his boxer's Fred made great show of exposing the circumcised glands and then the remaining seven inches or so of his cock to Norma. You ever given a man like me oral honey? Um, I'd rather not say Mr. Stern. Now, now, Norma, reproved Fred as he shuffled over to his almost signed latest star. You can tell me everything, my dear. As long as you are on the books of Panagram Studios and starring in my productions, you can always count on good old Fred Stern to keep your secrets. And, at which point Stern drew his pants belt buckle aside so that his trousers could fall free round his ankles. I'm goddamn certain you know how to keep our secrets from now on too. Right, sweetie? With his aching erection throbbing bare inches from her face it was the supreme act on Norma's behalf to just nod a sigh. Yes. While Stern reached out with his hands to take her by the hair, guiding her pretty head forwards. When the purplish head of Stern's prick touched Norma's lips she started back slightly, and then opened her mouth with reluctance and resignation. The old man's fingers insinuated themselves amongst the blonde strands of her hair, playing with the curls and at the same time impelling Norma's head towards his groin. The starlet's mouth was being stuffed slowly with his phallus and Norma accepted every inch with a guttural gurgle that gave Fred no end of pleasure. It also helped that as he looked down he could see her lipstick marking his shaft, and her nose was gradually being buried in the copper-like stands of his own pubes. Lazily he reached down to fondle her exposed right tit, and as he did this Norma looked up into his eyes with a hazy mix of sadness and hope. With a grunt of satisfaction Fred stuck his dick balls deep inside Norma's warm mouth. Oh fuck sweetheart, that feels so fine. Simply goddamn amazing. All the blonde twenty-year-old could do was gag a little trying not to choke whilst she endeavored to make her boss happy. I just love the way pretty young things like you hanker so bad for being stars, and I love it even more when every single one of you go down on old Fred Stern's prick like you were working on an all-day sucker. As he spoke Fred began a staccato rhythm of pelvic thrusts, jamming his penis into Norma's mouth. Involuntarily she spluttered a little on his drawback, and when Fred withdrew most of his manhood there was a slimy covering on the shaft of saliva, lipstick and perhaps a little precum. Kiss it baby. Go on, it ain't gonna bite ya. Pulling out entirely Fred took his erection in his left hand and grised it against Norma's lips. With the greatest of effort she feigned a wry smile of pleasure then planted a butterfly kiss on Stern's engorged glands. Again Norma, do it again. She did as she was asked, and gave another light kiss on his prick. Now lick down the shaft. Slowly. Norma continued as she was bidden, running her tongue over the bumps and veins of the studio chief's hard-on. Her eyes were damp with barely formed tears, her panties were moist from Stern's previous mauling of her pussy. The stubby nicotine-stained fingers of Stern's right hand were busy tweaking and teasing her left nipple, whilst his right hand in a mockery of tenderness cupped her cheek. Norma paused and softly spoke. Oh, Mr. Stern, I don't really like this. But I want to be a star. Are you sure this is all I gotta do? We'll see. Came Fred's ambiguous reply, his eyes glazed over with sexual happiness. I'll give you my starring parts that you want so bad so long as I get the parts of you I want. Norma sniffed, ignoring the pun from her tormentor-slash-benefactor, and she then returned to licking and kissing Stern's prick. His fingers returned to the back of her head, and then with surprising quickness he returned his prick to her mouth, stabbing it between her semi-resistant lips till the cock had grazed over her teeth and pushed aside her tongue. Suck it, Norma. Go on, use your lips, your teeth, your mouth. Show me how bad you want to be a star. That's it, baby, suck it. Oh, yes. With all dignity gone and her eyes shut the twenty-year-old actress did as she was told, finally letting go of the last vestiges of her resistance. She wanted to be the biggest actress to ever hit Hollywood, and if it took giving some dirty old fucker her mouth to fill with his prick then that's the way it had to be leaving Jimmy, finding fame, fortune, shucking off the dregs of her past unhappy life all boiled down to accepting her fate. And her fate meant cocksucking one of the seediest studio heads in the industry. But later, much, much later she hoped, it would mean being the greatest star the movies would ever create. With the slightly bitter taste of Stern's prick awash in her mouth, and her nostrils picking up his musky scent amongst the strands of his pubic hair Norma began the first great performance of her life. Chapter 02 for the next few minutes the only sounds that disturbed the stillness of Stern's office were Norma's wet slurps and his grunted sighs. The starlet worked on her new boss's dick with all the eagerness she could muster, trying to show him how much she wanted him, or in her mind, wanted him to give her a movie career. Her tongue flicked over the thick knob, 
its tip glancing over smooth glands then sliding underneath to leave the skin glossy with saliva. With every push into her mouth the old man's cock thrust along a different path, one moment hitting the roof, the next stabbing at her cheek pouches. Drool began to dribble over Norma's cherry red lips as Fred sawed back and forth, and the combination of his pre-ejaculate and her spit formed a sticky stringy bridge between him and her when Stern withdrew his prick. Goddamn you know how to blow a man, Norma. Stern stated, looking down on the young woman as she again engaged his fat erection. Why don't you suck my balls too, honey? Norma quelled her disgust and switched her mouth's position. Tentatively at first the beautiful girl kissed Stern's hairy sack, trying not to get the grain copper strands of his pubes caught in her teeth or tickling up her nose. The smell of his scrotum was intense, and it was a little repugnant. At this moment she really understood what it meant when some of her more Yuritan friends back home said about the loose morals of actresses. It was almost as if she was one of those street walkers she'd seen outside her two-bit hotel where she was staying whilst she attempted to get her acting break in Hollywood. With every lick of Stern's nuts and every swallow of his slimy prick Norma felt more and more like a tramp, almost as bad as a hooker. The kind that would pick up a customer for a quick blow job in some dingy alleyway, charge five bucks and then return to the street a few minutes later with dirty knees and a horrid taste in their cheap mouths. But this wasn't a cheap throw in some dingy back alley or grimy hotel room. This was giving her all to get her movie star dream. Fred Stern, on the other hand, wasn't spending as much time worrying about the moral turpitude, the ethical dilemma he was putting Norma in. All he was worried about was making sure that Mrs. Norma Doherty gave him a head job he'd earned after all these years schmoozing with the Hollywood types. With hands spread across the back of her head, he made sure that when he pushed his prick into her mouth, it went as deep as he wanted it to. He was in control, and as part of this process, he made sure Norma gagged when his dick went as deep as it could. It might have looked a little ridiculous if someone had found Stern and his protege in this position, the old man's pants round his ankles, and the starlet trying not to suffocate from his phallus. Stern wasn't concerned. In his office, in his studio he was the boss, and what was said and done was his prerogative, no one else's. Shifting one of his hands from Norma's neck he groped again for her tits. As the young wife was too busy trying to keep her balance she wasn't able to interpose either hand to stop him. Of course it would have been a mistake on her part if she interfered with his carnal pleasures. Norma had to let the perv fondle her tits, and just accept it. I love the way your boobs feel honey. Stern muttered absentmindedly, not caring if Norma acknowledged his words or not. They are firm, not too big, and your nipples. At which point the studio head paused and used his right thumb and forefinger to squeeze the roseate left nipple just a tad. The spike of pain that Norma felt made her gasp in surprise, just as Stern again plunged his cock into her mouth. The sensation for him was amazing, for Norma the cruel attention drew a couple more tears from her beautifully sad eyes. I think the average schmoes that pay their buck or so to see a panogram film are gonna go ape overseeing your titties baby. Course they won't get to see them all bare and ready for a squeeze like they are now Norma, but hey, some things are only for the head of the studio, right? All Norma could do was give a small nod of her head and then continue to use her lips, her tongue and her mouth on the dick that was being shoved this way and that. More slobber formed while she sucked Fred's cock and the saliva clung to his balls and shaft. Norma's jaw began to ache and it was difficult to remain concentrating on acting compliant whilst having her sleazy boss rub her perky breasts. For a few more minutes it continued, Fred Stern pushing and probing, poking his dick into Norma's mouth while she mewled and grunted throat stuff sounds. For a brief moment the older man impelled her head into his groin and kept it firmly in place, not letting Norma move back for comfort or for breath. Her stockings were beginning to fray slightly at the knees from Norma's shifting, rubbing the sheer material raw on the carpet. The grueling effort of serving Stern was making the starlet wish that he'd just come and be done with it. If it meant swallowing his spend so be it. Just get it over with damn you! She thought to herself. With his prick fully erect and slick with the combination of Norma's spit and his pre-cum Fred drew back one more time, and to Norma's surprise relief he didn't shove it back down her throat. Taking in a gulp or two of air she looked up at Stern, her wet eyes looking for answers and perhaps an end to the audition. Get up honey! Stern commanded as he stepped back, giving the young woman at his feet a chance to rise. I think that's enough cock-sucking for one day, don't you? Oh yes, thank you Mr. Stern, sir. Norma rose quickly, wiping her lips with the back of her right hand. Strands of sticky goo were transferred there as she tried to clean away the dirty remnants of her oral submission. I hope that was what you wanted. 
Norma's cute breathless voice framed the question with a hopeful tone. Unfortunately for her the problem was the aging movie mogul wasn't completely finished putting his latest acting acquisition through her paces. I normally don't do this. Norma prattled on as she stood there, still clad only in her stockings. But I want to make you happy and get that role you promised. Again Norma wiped her mouth, then went to reach for her clothes which lay on the floor behind Stern. Not so fast my dear, barked Fred Stern in reply. The audition has just started kiddo. As Norma's reaching hand fell back and the look on her face went from upset but vindicated to downbeat and submissive the cruel filmmaker continued. I like the way you handle the lines I feed you sweetheart. But let's see what other gifts you have. Like say that. With a flourishing gesture of his hand Stern indicated her mound, staring at it like a kid in a candy store. I think you need to lie down on my couch and let good old Mr. Stern hump that soon-to-be-a-film-star pussy. But I don't want to. Came Norma's morose and surprisingly defiant reply. I came here Mr. Stern you dirty old man to become an actress, not your lover. Norma dropped her act as the compliant girl for a moment. I want to be a star not just on your terms, on my terms too. Stern's response was in turn a surprise for Norma. Instead of answering back he quickly grabbed for her with a speed that was most unlike a man at least forty years older than her. As she began to squeak in anguished protest he violently drew her back so that she teetered towards him. Arms and legs flailed in every direction and the sound of their struggles were a mixture of yelps, grunts, and on her part Norma's cries of stop, and let me go. Shut your goddamn whining mouth girl, or I'll kick your ass so fast out on the street you won't have time to beg for one last chance. Stern used his slightly lower center of gravity to push back against Norma's torso. He may have been older, smaller, and a cigar-smoking drinker but the studio boss knew a hell of a lot more about winning clinches with a struggling starlet than the young woman he was auditioning could even begin to imagine. For a brief moment the two figures grappled then, with a half-suffocated umph crying out from Norma's mouth the older man won the struggle. His victim tottered backward, and as he growled a throaty, That's it, sweetheart. Norma tumbled onto the couch. Her left leg arced up in the fall, and her right hand had just enough time to reach behind and steady the fall. The leather sofa gave into her tumbling body, and like a flash the pantsless movie mogul climbed onto Norma's flailing figure. Oh please, Mr. Stern. I don't want to. Let me go, I beg you, please. Why should I let you go, Norma? The dirty old man leered as he used his weight to pin the reluctant woman down. Just when you're on the cusp of becoming my latest star. He pawed her bare breasts with his stubby fingers, tweaking the crimson red nipples with one hand. His sweaty face shifted so that he could breathe in her scent looming menacingly over her neck. In some perverse way he was reminded of those great horror films of the thirties, as if he was that Hungarian hack Bela Lugosi trying to latch onto the virginal neck of a sacrificial maiden. Screw that he then thought to himself I just want to nail this piece of tail and get her to make me some bucks. In one fell swoop his mouth clamped onto the translucent skin of Norma's nape, giving her another cause to yelp and cry out in protest. Don't rape me Mr. Stern, please don't, sobbed Norma, her twenty-year-old slender body pinned under the studio chief. I can't have sex with you, I just can't. Her beautiful big eyes looked back at the sweaty face of the old man mauling her neck, trying to convince him she wasn't ready to be exploited like this. Yes, she did feel a degree of pleasure from Stern's fingering earlier, and the idea of becoming a star was a thrill as well. However, the thought of the perverted old man atop her doing something simply too awful to consider was unacceptable for Norma. She cried again, pleading with as much sincerity as she could for him. Don't force me, sir! Please don't stick that, that, that thing in me. The shameful references to his erect cock made her blush deep crimson, almost merging the rouge on her cheeks with her flushed skin and yet all the while the old Jewish movie tycoon was stabbing against the barely-covered cleft of her crotch. These fucking panties of yours Norma irritate the crap out of me. Fred Stern paused from trying to literally devour Norma's neck long enough to vent his frustration at the cotton barrier between his thick prick and her cunt. What say we do something about them? He asked rhetorically, without waiting for her to offer an answer or a protest. Whilst he squirmed on top of the young woman he kept her from pushing him away, and his right hand moved with surprising quickness off her left tit. Grabbing the side of the knickers he began to tug, first down, then up, out then around. The fabric held firm but it wasn't as strong as the desire in Fred Stern to remove the underwear that was keeping him from plunging balls deep into Norma's pussy. As she tried to wriggle away, shifting her hips and pert ass around on the leather couch the actress didn't realize she was hurting her own resistance. 
The panties that were her last safeguard couldn't hold much longer, the material starting to shear away from the elasticized hem. Stern's fingers were like talons, trying to shred her undies off her beautifully curved left hip. Then, with a loud sound that an undercut Norma sobs, her cotton knickers finally gave way. Christ, I love the sound of ripping knickers! exclaimed Fred, his hand now tearing at the shredded underwear, a long gash formed down from the elastic top over the now partly exposed pubic mound of his flailing victim. Norma was in a frantic state, her hands trying to protect her pussy, all the while scrabbling for a hold on the leather sofa, as well as trying to battle off the studio boss's groping left hand, and just as futile find some way to push him back off her. Oh my god! She wailed to herself. He's like a damned octopus. The starlet was absolutely flummoxed, her shapely near-nude form ripe for the picking by her perverted attacker. That's much better, isn't it, honey? Stern lewdly laughed, before kissing the frantic young woman hard on her cherry-red lipstick-hued lips. He wasn't still enough to French the girl yet, but he knew that more manipulation with his fingers over her now-uncovered snatch might ease her resistance. I do like him feisty, and this one's a fighter. Stern thought to himself, before losing his logical thoughts to the unadulterated pleasure of grinding his tumescent prick against Norma's torn panties. His hand which had done the damage to Norma's knickers now inveigled itself between his semi-corpulent stomach and her flat, smooth belly. He was searching for the first curls of her pubes, and from there it would be a simple matter or rubbing the right button again. Norma was by now regretting her foolish desire to put her need for stardom above her own safety. Stop it, Mr. Stern, stop it. She implored, begging the wicked man to leave her body alone. The sensations of having her undies torn, followed by the passionate kiss from his gin and cigar-stinking mouth made her shudder in revulsion. However, there was still a small part of her that was thrilled to be garnering such attention, to be offered this admittedly painful path to becoming famous. There was a fire in her belly that was caught up in the nausea of being assaulted, so whilst her hips and but tried to shimmy away from her attacker, the tiniest voice in the back of her head was urging surrender. Just as she was about to raise her stocking right knee to perhaps at least dislodge the fat older man, Norma felt her clit being touched again. Unlike the last time when Stern had fingered her gash, she was not in any way in control. The pressure was not as gentle or as erotic for her. This was a brutal sensation. Ouch, stop it. She groaned in a guttural plea. It hurts. It hurts, Mr. Stern. Please don't. No. With a manual dexterity that even surprised himself, Fred Stern had by now moved two fingers into the wet folds of Norma's upper slit, with the index and middle fingers stabbing hard with a rough circular motion. Before it had been gentler, more romantic if that could be at all appropriate to such a situation. Now however Stern was using his fingers to violate the twenty-year-old wife of some stupid schmuck who couldn't keep her happy, or more importantly he thought legs up on her back screaming for his no-doubt puny gentile cock. Do you have to be, uh, so rough? Norma yipped with a painful tinge in her as usual breathless voice. It hurts Mr. Stern, I hate it. Stop your wailing kiddo. Stern countermanded. You think just because you sucked some prime Jewish cock and let me fiddle with your honeypot I was going to make you bigger that Rita Hayworth? The studio chief slid the two digits and Norma's vaginal opening inside, this time not worrying about lubrication or a tender entry. This was the movement of a carnal brute, sticking his fingers in deep to widen her cunt for the inevitable fucking his dick was dying to deliver. Ah! Oh and oh! Norma's mouth called out in desperate pain, shrieking with a submission tinged with fear and degradation. Her stockinged legs shot up and out as if they were being jerked by a puppet master, and as her beautiful body shuddered unwillingly stern moved too. He was able to use his free hand to half-drag, half-push the victim of his cruel audition up into a more appropriate position. The leather squelched and the sofa groaned, its burden of two writhing people now closer to the well-supported center. Stop it, you bastard, you filthy pervert! Norma squealed again, her protest shrill. However, Stern was not to be deterred. He worked his nobbler right knee up and against the inside of her left leg, then with a grunt shifted once more, drawing his body into a position where Norma was semi-spread before him. Her tush slid this way, then that, partly trying to shake off her molester, partly in exquisite agony as his fingers explored her vagina. She could feel his fingernails raking along her innards, the pain mingled with the occasional lewd shout of pleasure when he twirled his thumb over her clit. Norma was resisting as much as she could, but this horrid wicked man was using every dirty trick and carnal stimulation to break her. You know it's been ages since I had such a fighter here on my casting couch, Norma. Stern briefly reflected his mouth targeted her right nipple. 
In a flash he had the coral red tip between his lips, sucking it back like a hungry man scouring a bone for marrow. The stimulation from this was intense, and Norma couldn't help focusing on that feeling just as Stern withdrew his fingers from her bruised cunt. She didn't think, she just reacted. Unfortunately for the twenty-year-old starlet the Panagram studio boss knew how to manipulate his actresses, physically as well as financially. Whilst Norma's eyes narrowed in a mixture of loathing and lust, her tit being passionately mauled by the old man, he used his now free hand to position the head of his dick against her red and pussy lips. Now here comes the big part one know you've been dying for Norma. Chapter 03 Oh no! Don't put your, your, oh please stop! Norma squealed her protest hoping in some way she could penetrate the lust-fogged brain of Panagram's studio boss Fred Stern. The young actress was willing to do her best to become a signed contract star with his movie company, and she'd be compliant enough when it came to taking off her clothes, wriggling around on his lap, even sucking his fat and hard old man penis. But this was wrong. So very, very wrong. I can't have you put your manhood in me. Norma pleaded. I've never cheated on my husband. Never ever. Stern grunted and ignored her, sliding his purplish cock's head closer to its goal. His free hand was searching for more bare female skin to tease, to tickle, to tantalize. Norma's nipples had already been tickled and twisted, licked and sucked. Now he grabbed her long blonde locks and tugged backwards, exposing more of her neck. Greedily he clamped his mouth over her throat and nape, kissing with mad abandon. Ah! Uh, no 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 and no! Norma cried out, her repeated chant of saying no having nil effect. I can't let you put your penis in me! She moaned in fear and loathing. Mr. Stern I might get pregnant. You haven't got a rubber! Fred Stern lifted his sweat-covered face his cheek jowls a little gray from the exertion. His reply chilled Norma to the core. Won't be the first actress I knocked up, honey. And if you do happen to do catch in this audition, maybe Panagram's very own medical staff can help you with your problem. Otherwise, well, I guess you might have to return to hubby with no acting career and a belly full of another Fred Stern JNR. Norma's wail was barely human, and again for a second her attacker thought he might be brought to a shuddering halt by his secretary, Miss Sneevely. But like so many times before, when one of his auditioning wannabe actresses felt they were about to have their pussies stuffed by his dick their cries for help, their fearful yelling went unheard or ignored. Okay, Norma, stay still for a second so I can line you up properly. The flailing crying figure underneath him didn't comply but that was no great barrier to Stern's desires. He brought his erection into what he considered the right place to start fucking his blonde star, as she would now be a fully-fledged member of his bevy of screwed actresses, then with a shove of his sizable ass brought his cock into hard contact with her soft damp flaps. Oh no! Came Norma's lisping sigh of regret. Ung. Take it baby doll. Take it deep. The gin and cigar-soaked voice of the elderly Jewish movie mogul was insistent, but not nearly as much as his heart on which began its stab into Norma's married cunt. That's it. Uh, who's your daddy, you ch 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 Stop it please, Mr. Stern. I don't want to. Her attacker ignored her barely audible plea, his mouth clamped hungrily on her left boob, his penis gradually delving deeper, stretching her, and painfully gaining inch by inch greater depth inside her semi-dry twat. His fingers had helped a little with opening her up, making her a little damp. But with little lust boiling away inside her body Norma couldn't find the lubrication to make the cock inside her less invasive. Even the saliva and precum that had moistened his prick earlier was not enough to halt the soreness spreading from her pussy with Stern shoving his cock further inside. Feeding your pussy now, sweetheart. Ah, uh, oh yes. Just love a piece of married wannabe famous tale like yours. Stern grappled with Norma, again and again pushing up into her, then dragging his manhood back till his cock was almost totally withdrawn. For your sake you're as tight as a goddamn mouse's ear, honey. You're hurting me. Don't, I'm begging, don't. Oh come now Norma, you knew it was going to come to this hm? Wearing that sexy outfit, walking into my office with your full right boobs and ask that you flaunt at all the guys. Uh. Stern grunted as he pumped up again into the starlet's cunt. You thought you'd cock tease your way into the movies. Well my dear, uh fuck, you might get part of that deal but only after you let old Fred Stern fuck you till you come. For pity's sake, ah, uh, please stop Mr. Stern. Oh please. I just can't bear it honestly. Oh my, you are so bad. Uh. Norma's cries were insistent but had no effect. 
She was mortally frightened of the pervert raping her that he'd leave her womb soaked in his semen, the fertile ground ready for his seed. The young wife had already one scrape with an unwanted pregnancy when she'd let her husband fuck her a couple of months before they married. That turned out to be just a scare, a slightly irregular bleed. Now she was literally shaking from the terror of being bred by her boss, the perverted bastard stabbing his hard prick again and again up into her vagina. I can't let you do this to me, Mr. Stern. Too late, honey, you already are. Norma sobbed a howl of anguish and continued begging. Oh, please, sir, please don't. It's not right. I only came to you for, for, uh, for a chance to, oh no. A chance to act in your movies. Stern failed to reply, but repeated his assault on the young woman's violated vagina. His flabby old but bounced up and down in rhythm with the feverish fucking he inflicted on his new starlet. The bulbous and fat prick he wielded probed into Norma's taut twat, grazing her pussy flaps and clit hood on the insertion, and then dragging back along her inner walls as he withdrew almost to the tip. Then he plunged in again, his weight keeping Norma from doing more than wriggling like a butterfly pinned on a wheel. Oh, for the love of God I adore screwing the crap out of you, baby. Please stop. I don't want this. I don't. Take it like a good girl and maybe, uh, maybe I'll give you a raise before. Oh, fuck yes. You even get to, oh, shoot a movie. I can't. No. No. Please. Norma's begging, her face twisted in a lewd contorted rictus. Her legs writhing like stocking-covered snakes kept stern eager to conquer the final vestiges of the married woman's honor. His scrotal sack was heavy with pain balls, but he had only been using the cute young vamp for his dirty desires for about ten minutes. Stern liked to put in a good half hour at least when auditioning new talent. Gradually he drew back, his back arching as Norma felt the prick that had been buried deep in her country treated. Thank you? Oh Mr. Stern, thank you, thank you. There again was the tear-soaked lisp that made the Panagram studio boss horny as all fuck, but Norma was unaware that her gratitude wasn't going to last. The pervert who had been raping her wasn't done. Get on the floor, kid. Now! And on your goddamn hands and knees! Norma was ready to protest, to scream her indignation, when Stern grabbed her by her right wrist and tugged her down onto the thick rug which lay under his casting couch. Her almost naked body was unprepared for the strength behind the old man's tug, and with barely enough time to put a bracing hand out in front of her Norma tumbled down off the couch. Sprawling and winded the young married actress realized her ordeal was far from over. Bet you wondered how I did that him kid? You see. Stern paused, his stout semi-nude body holding Norma down. I used to do some wrestling when I was younger. His words were more rhetorical than part of a conversation as Norma was breathlessly struggling against the studio chief. And I did a few vaudeville acts and state fairs way before you were even a glint in your daddy's eye as a professional wrestler. He paused, flexed his aged modeled arms around Norma's waist, and pulled her into an on-all-fours position. Course never wanted to do this with the other wrestlers I knew back then, kid. In a fluid movement which surprised Norma, partly because of his age and partly because she wasn't braced for it, Stern shifted so his lower torso and groin were now parallel, and behind the starlet's tuckus. His right hand shot to her blonde locks, grabbing some of her hair and pulling firmly. His left slapped her perky bum hard. Spread M. Oh no. Not more. Please, Mr. Stern. I can't take any more. Let me go, please. Do as I say. But, but please. Hurry up. To reinforce his perverted demand, Stern twisted Norma's curls and slapped her ass again. Harder. And in a rapidly descending haze of pain and shame, Norma complied. She slowly shifted so that her stocking knees spread, exposing her pudenda and the sweet but sore cunny that Stern needed so much. Norma's reddened ass was pushed up and her knees were splayed wider and with the grace of a horny old perv Stern quickly repositioned himself between them. Let's fuck you doggy style him baby. Oh no. I can't. Stop whining kid. And with a lustful snarl Stern leaned forward, his dick again stabbing at Norma's abused pussy. The circumcised glance was again battering at her bruised and slippery flaps, bumping and grinding into her clitoris. Norma yowled and sighed, agony perhaps intermingling with some physical stimulation. However the Panagram studio boss ignored his latest acquisitions crying and shuddering, concentrating on burying his prick deep within Norma's hot cunt. Fuck you get me so goddamn horny sweetheart, groaned the old man. I can make a matzo with your sexy fucking body in my fucking films. Uh, yeah? Stern reached under with one hand, 
pulling the young woman's belly up and back to him so she was even more engaged with his invasive thrusts. His other hand let go of her flaxen locks to tug cruelly at her right teat. The stubby fingers twisted and tweaked her nipple till it was cherry red. And all the while Norma sobbed and protested, her poor pussy violated, her eyes red with tears. I hate you, Mr. Stern. She spat out with pure hate. You are a filthy fat old pervert. Oh, am I? Yes. You are a lousy fuck you bastard. Stern laughed and then pulled his erection from Norma's aching vagina. You know I think you need more than just a belly full of my seed, Norma. Stern said with a dark throaty growl. I think you need to learn some respect for your new boss. Norma sighed, relieved that her pussy wasn't being used anymore by the gross old man who was raping her. But her eyes went wide, and her shoulders sagged when she felt something utterly unlike any sensation she'd ever felt before. You see, Norma. The still thick voice of the old Jewish film magnate continued. In this town studio heads are king. Little whiny sex kittens like you who think they can cock tease and get away with it need to serve guys like me. Stern took his slippery fat hard on and shifted it so it was now aimed at the cleft between Norma's slapped ass cheeks. And when I don't get all I want from girls who take my film contracts, well I like to make sure they learn a lesson. And I think it's time you got yours. As the older man finished with his threatening promise he nudged the purple, blood-engorged head of his cock up into Norma's butt crack. The slippery hot head nudged against the hidden fold, till in a moment that would haunt Norma forever he found what he was aiming for. Stern was going to take his prick and take what no other man had done to poor Norma ever. He was about to ass fuck her, popping her anal cherry. Please! Please stop! Norma squealed out in horrified disgust but her words had no effect. Looking down over his fat stomach the studio chief watched as the starlet's ass riddled and shook, trying to dislodge the erection threatening to rape her. With hands that were as quick and as controlling as an octopus's tentacles stern reached for her hips, somehow also giving his unwilling partner a slap or two on her ripe bum cheeks. Norma called out to him, to God, to anyone to save her from such vile behavior. Don't you dare, please, please! She called out, throwing her head around in frantic twists. However her attacker was not to be denied, to be deflected from his kinky needs. With determined, perverted lust Fred Stern began to push forward. His penis was steel rod hard and the engorged head started to throb as he began to dig inside Norma's anus. He was meeting more resistance than he expected, however he knew that to just slam it into the squirming woman would possibly cause real damage, as well as bring his audition to an early end. He liked to savor the sensations of probing into the starlet's asshole, gradually easing more and more of his erection against the pliant rubbery flesh. Sweat beaded on his wrinkled brow and his back ached just a little with the effort. And all the while Norma sobbed and protested. You gotta stop now. Please stop. I don't like your thing there. Just relax, sweetheart. Breathe in and push against me. The sooner I get up in your butt, the sooner the pain will go. Stern mused to himself. As if, when I'm done she won't be able to sit for a week. You're hurting me. Once more Norma wailed, trying to get the wicked studio boss to halt. She couldn't understand that every impassioned cry, every wail for help or for him to stop made Fred Stern all the more eager to exploit her. With a nervous yelp, feeling the old man's dick finally pushing up into her but she called out a last hopeful plea. I've never had a man put his thing there. Please stop, Mr. Stern. Please, I'll let you use my pussy. She bent her head in defeat, her tears splashing onto the carpet. Just please stop hurting my bottom. Unfortunately for Norma Doherty, the warped old studio boss was far from finished, and he was eager to force her into utter compliance with his pornographic desires. The End This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Visit the other channels for more stories with a different focus. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out.